Hey man, pour some old Henny in this cup, nigga. You know, some of y'all probably went out back smoking and shit, but you know, I don't really get into all that. <laughs> yeah. Boy, it's been a long ass week, nigga. Huh? Huh? We're all in the same game. Different levels, and we're dealing with Alright, y'all, man. Whoa, hold on, look at me. Am I right? <laughs> Shout out to Massey TV, man. This is the spin-off, the first inaugural episode. I don't know why people say first annual. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but this is the inaugural episode of Cooling with AC, man. Hey. Um, I got one of my one of my homies. I ain't gonna call him little brother because he's he pretty much a big brother now. He's doing nah, his thing, man. Living his dream out. Go ahead, go ahead and um, introduce yourself, man. What's up, world? This is yours truly. I am Brian Brown, out east, Nashville, born and raised. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. My guy. Now, no episode. Absolutely. Thank you guys. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. So we just gonna hop into it, bro. Um, who is, for, for those that don't know you, tell, tell us who is Brown? Who is Brown? Brown, Brian Brown is your favorite rapper. I am your drunk uncle. I am your big brother. I am your cousin that's gonna slide you 20 before you go on a date. <laughs> I'm all of that in one, man. I'm just a very, uh, very nice smart, but very aware, very thoughtful individual about not only what I do, but what I say, right. and who and what I do it for, man. And I just really love this rap shit a lot more than the average human being. And I'm just kind of glad to be in a position that I was blessed with the gift to do what I do and at the rate and the ability that I do it. So cool, man. That's what that's, that's what I am, man. Absolutely. Your drunk uncle. Well, give give us a, a quick biography of where you come from to like to where you are now. Uh, born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, '93 to be exact. Baptist Hospital baby in the crib. <laughs> uh, start. I started rapping when I was like. Like 10? Okay. About 10? Okay. I started really taking it seriously when I was like 16, 17. I remember, shout out my homie. I don't even know if he watching, but I hope at some point you see this. My homie's B. Glenn, my homie's True, and my homie Dope. Them was like, especially B. Glenn growing up for me. Like, B. Glenn was like, when it's all said and done, Nashville Rap History Wise, probably like the most underappreciated cat, but he was like moving mm-hmm. and grinding. And I remember me, True. Oh shit. Me, True, and my homie, uh, though, we all had like a little group together. And uh, I remember one time B Clan just came on the remix and one of our songs that just ate our asses. And I was like, fuck this nigga. But that that inspired me. It was like, if he gonna go that hard on my own shit, I gotta go even harder on anybody, everybody's shit. So I remember the first time I ever recorded it, it was in my homie Mark's closet. Yeah. Stayed out of Antioch. I recorded a freestyle that she needs be my Kendrick Lamar. Oh wow. A freestyle to a Fonsworth track. Uh-huh. A freestyle to a Reflection Eternal track and a freestyle to a Ratchet track. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh I, I went because at, at that time, <laughs> like at that time, like and I won't even say like B Glenn and True and them was like hood niggas and I mean they right. not even like that. But me being the kid with the backpack, I don't think anybody just expected me to just be like that rapping ass nigga. For and sure. then I came through and it was like, oh, you really can't rap? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that was it. So. I remember the first time I heard you, it was on that on and on. And I, and I didn't even know, like, I went to school with you and I didn't even know that you were that passionate. 
yeah. about music, bro. Because all I knew, like, back then you had, like, Payman and Taylor back in MLK. Yeah, yeah. They, they were rappers. Doja, too. Doja, you Doja. know what I'm saying? And you had, what was, what was the dark skin cat name? Uh, he used to hang with Doja. He was from New York. Oh, 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 Travis. Travis, yeah, Travis man. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to Travis yeah, if you yeah, tuned yeah. in, man. You high know? school, high school man, class. High school, man. Man. That's crazy. Exactly, all the way. That way. Running Royals in the best All the way. Well, tell me, tell me who, um, but I guess give me a list of artists that inspire you to to do what you're doing now. Uh, growing up, man, obviously, well, it was funny for me because my dad from Chad, my mom is from here. Yeah. And for however reason or however, my dad got on the pot, Q, uh, DMX, West Coast Connection, mm-hmm. they're kind of cats early. My mom was more on the... Uh, Prince, I love his Prince. Right, for sure. Absolutely. Prince, Janet, uh, Michael, Sade, Gerald LaVert, Anita Baker's, Pat LaBelle's. Right. And then my auntie, my mom, my mom and my auntie got like a nine year age gap between them. So, my auntie, when I was coming up, she was different. Like, she was like, kind of like the everything else. The Jay-Z's, the Buster Rhymes, the Cassis, the Missy Elliott's, and okay. things like that. It went until high school that I got into like my if it ain't good hip hop, I don't want to listen to it. Like phase, <laughs> yeah. I was only like Tribe right. and Nas Ooh, and yeah, all yeah. the Double XL freshman covers yeah. and shit. All oh, plus yeah, my right, homie, right. and plus our, my homies. My, and that's another thing too. My dad went into South Rap. I had to go okay. like my homie Justin and my homie True. I had to go to the A crib here to fucking. I mean, obviously it was on TV and the radio and stuff, right, but. Right. I was, my dad didn't have no hot boy tapes, no math, no limit tapes, that shit, like, and it's funny now, because I'm, like, so down south, nitty gritty, mean that shit, but, like, in my household, like, it was so little of that, so I thank God for my homies, for for true, for my homie True Positive, and my nigga Justin Pops, because, yeah. I mean, Damn, I, I mean, I was similar, like, to be honest, like, my pops, like, my pops is from New York, so, oh, yeah, that's yeah, how I grew, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I grew up on, my mom was on the Neo Soul, mm-hmm. Eric Badu, so it took for me to be with my cousins to mm-hmm. listen to Juvie and all those guys and appreciate, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the three stacks and all those guys, the yeah, yeah, cats of the world, so, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we're very similar when it comes to that, well, I know, um, so how do you just stick with the alias Brown? Because a lot of people don't use their their, their real name. To well, go like, so how do you... When I first came out, because it's Brian Brown now, so when I first came out, I don't know why we just stuck to Brown. I think it was because there were so many other ones, and plus, you know that little joke where you got the last name Brown, and you got the last name Brown, I was trying to be, like, the one who, like, yeah. broke that mold and, like, changed right. the shit. Yeah. But... After a while, we was like, it's kind of hard to look up just a nigga named Brown on the internet. It is. It is, it <laughs> is bro. Right, and so, for sure, for sure. not only that, but I personally just had a, like a personal breakthrough. And I won't even say that there's a difference between Brown and Brown. Brown, I think, and all the knowledge is one of the same. But yeah. I think what's interesting about me now is just the appreciation I have for everything that I went through when 722 dropped up until right, now. Right, okay. Well, until the name change, at least. Yeah. And now, everything from the name change on now, all of it's pretty much culminated into the person that you see. I'm still growing, I'm still learning, right. but I just finally got comfortable with myself. 
Not to say that I wasn't at first, but like truly like like this is me, vlogs and all. Yeah, no man. Like, yeah, man. It's a lead. process. It is a process. It's a, process, it's a true yeah. process, man. Absolutely. I'm still, I mean, I'm still going through that. It's a true that. process. Hey, man. Man. For sure. I think the crazy part about it is like, what you, 27? 27 now. I just yeah. turned 25. What? When was your birthday? April. April 22nd, man. I just hit 25. I, I don't know if I told you everything. That's all good. I'm here, man. Happy birthday, man. Hey, I'm here, man. Man, you got a friend of mine. Like, <laughs> what kind of friend of mine, man? The generational gap, like, I guess... What, I guess our, no, no, not even us. I'm just talking about like, you know, with us being comfortable in ourselves, we got the social media age where it's almost like there's a microscope on everything that yeah. you do that is so like, when I did go to Brown and Brown and Brown, it was kind of like, yeah. Side relief, like, whew. Yeah. Oh, this me now. And not, not to say that Brown wasn't it. 722 Brown was just so like, so how did you manage to get your foot in the door as far as performing in Nashville, then Chad, and then now Atlanta? Levi Patton, man. Okay. I, and, okay. As, and listen, and no matter what, people people who talk to me know I'm going to keep it funky. I don't see eye to eye with them now, but I yeah. will gladly give Levi Patton respect and credit with his dude. He gave me my first show. Uh, but it's funny that you asked that because yeah, I was just yeah. talking to my homie Tate last night. Like I was telling him, like before October 13, I uh, didn't even know cats and peers like the Petties and G Slabs and the Stands of the World was even right. doing anything. Like I remember the first time I seen them, I had they had a show at the East Room, and I only went because Forte Boy and Ducko was performing. Okay. I had no idea that like we even had a collective of artists just really out here just right. moving and doing what they do but I remember I was working on my project because Levi I forget if he heard a song from me or what the situation was but he started managing me around the time and I'll never forget it my first show was over there on is that what Gallatin Road where the old Mrs. Winners used to be at or was that yes and you yes. know where that you know where the Heralds is yes so before yes. All that, oh, yeah. Before all that became what is where the Harrods is in the candy yeah. shop. It wasn't even all that there for it. I think it was only the laundry mat and a few other places. I know the candy mm -hmm. shops in the club, mm -hmm. but at the very end of that building on the left hand side, it's like a little back door, and there was this hallway that led straight to like to some extra rooms. First show was in like a boiler room, and I wasn't even done with seven twenty two. It was like. Yeah. I, I was probably like a couple songs away from being done with it, but I was nowhere near done with it. I remember I did Dollar Mini Ballad, the On and On Freestyle. I did Newports. You, you ain't do the line? You wasn't done with the line? With the that line, was, that was, line? was my joint, though. The I line, the line was bro, I love, bro. That's one of my favorite songs up to date I can't that, you, that you created, bro. That, and, was, and that was one of my favorite songs. That was songs true, bro. I love the line, Because me and GB, we would incorporate party by Beyonce. Hey, shout out, shout out to GB, too. Shout man. out GB, Shout man. out GB, man. He sent me a beat the other day that was fire, bro. <laughs> he got the heat, Yeah, that's why I'm here. I need to get back to him. At ITSDJGB. Yes, absolutely. Who is that? Oh, 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 Is that Nia? Nia, man. Hey, you, you can't be giving me hard eyes. You got an old ass man out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead, dog. I'm dead, dog. I'm dead. But yeah, man, that was my first ever show in the boiler room. And then, crazy enough, so this is how I really set my foot to the dirt. It's one of my tricks of the trade. I don't even share this with nobody, but just so you know. 
right around the time I was finishing 722, it was actually a funny story. I finished 722 the day the Yeezus show came to Nashville. Okay. Bridge on that. Like, it just felt, it was just fitting. What was that, 12? October 13th. 13, okay, yeah. 722 Jeez. came out February 14th. Sure did. Sure what did. I was doing was uh, pretty much, I was legitimately, and that's another thing too, 722 was originally 13 songs. Right. It wasn't until right. I got the duck all that we compromised and it made it to, to the six, right. even for the best songs. But what I was doing was I was burning copies of 722 and my mom created, like okay. physically myself burning them. And if I knew you, I was writing a personal message like, thank you for this part of helping me and yada, 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 by the boom. So by the time I had my second show ever, which was December 27th of 13, I was at the East Room. Yeah. Everybody, damn, they already kind of knew 722. 285 people paid the door for my second show ever. Dang. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, what I was about to say, how long, how long did you push 722? And this is for artists that's still trying to come up, man, because it's like, like we're in a microwave society to where people, it's like you put out music, all right, what else is next? But people don't realize, like, those that are, that actually get on, they push their music for a while and they finally get it heard. You feel me? I'm going to so. keep it trail with you. Them six songs is probably for some reason I'm still good right now because I dropped it in February of 14. Yeah. I was able to do South by literally the month after and 2015. I actually got the nice kick stage out of fucking 722. So. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if I say push it or promote it, but I was definitely running through them six songs. Plus a couple like shit I was working on, mm -hmm. like hitting tracks. If you got the physical copy of 722, like the official, official, physical copy of 722, I know I added like three bonus tracks on there. Well, I, I still don't have that. I feel, I feel, I feel like, and I'm not even got a copy of it. I'm, so that, that, that should tell you something. I, I, think we, I think we made that motherfucker run at least a solid year and a half. That's lit, though. At least That's a good. solid year and a half. All right, yeah. Almost two years or four hours. Like, alright, I'm sick of 722. Like, it's not even sick of just it, like the body of work, just sick of just performing it. Did you perform it at A3C and South by and all that too? Right? I did. And what was the reception whenever you Oh, they loved it. That's right. They loved it. I remember I did uh shout out Busy. I did Busy's like little mansion show at South by and, and that's the thing, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my own self-confidence or nothing, but I guess like when I walk into the room, I remember I had on everything. I'm talking about how the power, how the power uh -huh. I can see, my little new balances <laughs> and stuff. Uh -huh. I, I thought I was fresh. But you know, I see everybody else in the jewelry and shining and shit. I'm like, I wonder what people expect when I'm finna hit this stage. I got up there, I did my thing, and so many people that I met and have truly been like, yo, bro, like you've done this. I, I remember the first time somebody's like, somebody told me my Hennessy song got them through a breakup, and I was like, wow, for real? Yeah, that's bro. a great song. Too, yeah, bro, that's a great song. And, I, and not to say that like <laughs> my song. music can't do that, but it was just like, damn, but like you, you know. But what I appreciate, and I told you this earlier in Texas, like, bro, I appreciate you being a great person, though, and I feel like that shines and makes people want to listen to it. Like you, like yeah. the way you dress right now, that's, that's Brian Cozy, Cozy, bro. Cozy. Not exactly. to mention, I kind of, I'm kind of not going to say that rain's bullshit. Yeah, right. Right. yeah, yeah. Y'all about to drown in my yard, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. But yeah. yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. Granted, I, you know, I, you know, we all got our own like personal mishaps issues. Sometimes the way we treat people might not be the way that we like to be treated. And I'm not gonna sit here and act like I've always done right by everybody. And right. I'm sure if I first people get me doing right by me, but what I do understand now more so than anything, karma real, bro. Karma real. Come on now. And, and my on thing now. is, you know. The better I treat others and the better I treat myself as uh-huh. well, right. you know, the energy and the and the and the people around you start to change and they start to want more for not only themselves but yeah. but for others as well too. So I mean I probably I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I you know, personal gripes, demons, depression, drinking, you know, I probably I had to say I probably just turned the corner. When I turned 24 last year, but and I'm still learning, still growing from that from that turn current, from that from that corner turn. Excuse me, but at the end of the day, you know, progress motion is better than no motion. Is right. absolutely. So, and so, like with you saying, it's crazy because you said you hit a turning point, and I feel like I'm 27, bro, and I just like hit my turning point before I turned 27. Yeah. And like, um, I want to know your thoughts on like mental health, bro, like and how important it's it is. You see what I'm saying? Oh because like you you think about how we come up. Especially as, as, as in the black community, bro, it's like as as guys we can't um oh, take that mic right there. Heard that, heard that. Oh, ooh, ooh, I can just yeah. it like that's fine. Yeah, so hey, like, can y'all hear? Everything good? Yeah, oh, good. Sure. yeah, so um like in the black community, we talk like as far as like genders, like like guys, guys, we're not supposed to express our feelings. We supposed to take it on the chin and just keep it going. We can't mm-hmm. express our feelings and nothing like that. And I feel like that hinders us more than it helps us. So I want to know what that, you know what I'm saying, um, how your upbringing was when it came, came to that, not specifically by your parents, but just throughout society values in general. Well, my parents, my parents, you know, I don't really think growing up, like you said, we don't, we, I didn't deal with it. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have those issues. So, right. you know, uh, it's not as easy to talk about something. For sure. Even though I'm sure it was around in, in the area and in the vicinity, it's just because it wasn't in the immediate household. Okay. I, I'm get, I'm going to assume that there was, I won't say there was no bother, but yeah. it ain't affecting y'all. What's the point? Right. But now, as I've gotten older and dealt with my, like I said, my own vices, my own gripes, and mm-hmm. trying to find ways to function through all this bullshit sometimes, mm-hmm. it's like, you gotta take care of yourself. You guys to be willing to want to talk about that shit with somebody. Exactly. And everybody's not gonna always, you know, be open and understanding of these things. Because a lot of people just don't know and understand. Like, I, I got a friend who was telling me about anxiety. I, I don't necessarily know how that feels, but I at least was trying to understand what it's like because... Man, you, you went to MLK and you don't know how anxiety feels? Because I don't give a fuck. Put it like this, bro. Man. After my sophomore year, yeah. I was just like, Fuck that. <laughs> I really, because I was just so dead set on rapping and right. getting the work done and shit. I mean, sure, I'm sure I have, but I just did not care. I was like, fuck that shit, bro. I, yeah. I really was. But we got to talk about it. We need to be more aware of it, especially in the black community. We got to stop pushing it off as if we just, Man. people just saying that shit that, you know, just say it. Yeah, right now, some people, and even if people are saying it just to say it, I, I'm at least it's getting some attention. If it's not that person, the subject matter, the topic yeah. at hand. But we, we got to start talking about it. We got to be more open about it. Absolutely. And and not it, that's for a lot of shit, dude. 
So, so on the self awareness scale, where do you rank? Like from one to ten, on the self awareness scale, where do you rank yourself? About myself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About an eight. But I ain't, yeah, yeah, that's, that's lit. There's still I, some shit that I can work Man, I tell, I man, I tell people all the time, bro, I say I'm about like 6.95. I just feel pretty good right like, now, I still, Yeah, and, and just because, like, I still work on my own confidence. I've never, like, yeah, you see me hoop, like, yeah. like you, people would think, like, back Boy, in high school. Boy, I got the smoothest jumpers, see, and, but see, this nigga fool, and see, that's my, man. like, and, and, and with those days being always, like, I look back, I'm like, even if I was more confident then, we probably wouldn't be here. We out. Ship you out to Vegas. We, we popping bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, at least overseas or something. You had that, that in you, bro. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I, I'm, I'm grateful for this gift right here. Like, this whole moment, I'm appreciating the moment now yeah. instead of thinking about tomorrow or yesterday, yeah. right? Um, But with that said, like, I was listening to the Dreamers anthem, which is one of my favorite songs from you, bro. And, like, um, one of those lines I just told you before the podcast happened when you said, uh, I doubt myself a lot to have self esteem issues. Like, where did that? Where did that derive from? So that, that particular line. So growing up, I got no. Y'all can see. I'm sure y'all be seeing y'all public little ex of a baby and shit like that. It it used to, cause you know you out here looking like crocodile Dundee as a kid getting joke. I can joke about it now because I'm so used to it. And I you know I know how to take care of myself and I live with my own repercussions when I'm drinking, smoking, eating the wrong food. Shit. But anyway, <laughs> as a kid, right. You know your parents putting. Thousands and thousands in the medication and doctor visits trying to finish wow, shit up, and yeah. you know, people making fun of you, and you can't really control this shit. I'm like, I can't help I'm crusty as hell. I, <laughs> and then running the family yeah. too, and, I, and honestly, it shouldn't have been that big deal, but it was, though. It's just right. like, damn, bro, I really can't do anything about it. Like, I'm clearly trying, and I yeah. still can't do anything about this. So that's where a lot of it came from. Uh, was just dealing with that. Like niggas want I wanted to wear turtlenecks in the summer because my neck used to be all fucked <laughs> up and shit. I didn't want because I, I I knew I was fly, but like that was holding me back. Plus I was short. Uh, <laughs> he I, put his head I, I was I was small as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. 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 I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to you. You feel me? And I yeah. and I'm still short. I mean, don't get it twisted, you, but though. like you know, I I done I done gained a little weight, so I had to feel so. <laughs> Me being 5'5", 120 is way different than me uh, being 5'5", 150. I, I let the feeling. <laughs> you feel me? So, yeah. dealing with that, being short, you know how back in high school, all the light-skinned niggas was like, just getting all the women and shit Oh, like man, that. look at you. I don't really have no swag for real. Like, I had some. Basketball like, was my out, bro. Like, I mean, you know, that was my, that was my out. I could wrap my ass There you up. go. But you know what's so crazy? We use our talents to fill that void. And I feel like now, if I, I feel like if I had my self-awareness now than I did back then, I'd be much I feel like I'd be more, not more so talented, but I'd be better off in what I love to do to fill that void if that makes sense. But it's makes crazy sense. that like we use our talents as coping mechanisms. I didn't yeah, really realize boy, boy, that yeah, was the thing until we what? just mentioned it because I, I, I will say, like, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of the attention, but, like I said, when somebody put that pen to that locker, did a beat, or put that pen to the table, it was all eyes on me. That was my time to shine, so, you feel me? So, as far as music, if we be back on the music now, like, what particular, because I know when I make music, I, I like a specific instrument in there that makes me like, okay, I got to write to this. Mm-hmm. What's that instrument in, or what, what particular sound in the music makes you want to just go off? 
Mm. Like for me, for me, it's like a baseline. If you have a cold baseline, I'm ready to go right there. Man, it really depends on the situation because yeah. I'm a very picky beat user. I really am. Okay, yeah, cool. I can't even lie okay. I'm very, yeah. very, very picky. And it's not because I can't get my point across on whatever I do. Right. I can do whatever if you ask me yeah. to, but it's just like when I'm preparing my message, it's got to come off in a way that I feel comfortable and I feel like yeah. it's the Brian Brown way. Like it's, it's the yeah. way that it's supposed to be said. So, yeah. uh, man, I'm a sucker for a sample, dog. I am too. I'm a sucker for a sample. Yeah, and yeah. That, and for I sure. hate that the sample game is so out It's trash, ain't it? It's trash, ain't it? Like, you, if you take a, a drum out of a sample, they ready to. Sales, like, that's it. That's it. So if I tell you, I don't really like 
You'd be like, nigga, no, it's over, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And because of the confidence you said it in. Exactly. Like, are you sure, Red? Yeah, are you sure? Man, Red will this pink. But if I'm like, hey, guess what? Red will this pink. Come on, man. Oh, that motherfucker. Oh, right. Let me get some pink off of you, man. You know what I mean? It's just simple as that, bro. Yeah. It's simple as that, man. It's all about how you, like I said, how you narrate the story, bro. So tell me, what do you think your impact is on the Nashville scene in Berlin right now? I ain't made it yet. No, I, I, I ain't made this shit. And let me tell you why I say I ain't made it shit. Talk to because talk to I'm older now. And I'm going to look at the camera and, and say this one. Uh-huh. Fuck being the best rapper in this city. I mean that. Not because mm-hmm. I don't care to be. Right. It's a whole nother ass world in front of That's me. That's true. That we all got to go eventually. <laughs> Speak on it. Now, I would say I'm better than anybody y'all want to throw at me. I'm willing <laughs> And that's my peers included. I love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that. Yeah. But that's how that's how we all are. We all push each other to be that way. But yeah. honestly at this point now, the reason why I say I ain't made it Jay is because I ain't in a position to come back and buy some property in this motherfucker. Mm, okay. I ain't in a okay. position to give these kids no out of school programs or nothing like that. Mm. That's why okay. I mean that I mean what I've done here in music wires, yeah. take out you wanna, you know, mix everybody here in the scene, I, I, you know, count the shows. Yeah. So I'll find a dandy, but now at this point in where I'm at versus where I see myself, yeah. it's about that time, like, whatever glass ceiling that they tried to put over here by Nashville for a while, just gotta be broken through. For sure, and for sure. we have to start, you know, bringing this motherfucker back, like, start bringing these resources, these opportunities that people are throwing at us. Take it, get what we can, bring that motherfucker back, start investing into some property, start. Doing some after school programs, start throwing out some scholarships, right? And then start talking, start talking to these kids. I be downtown just talking to homeless people. Like, where mm-hmm. you from? Right. What you doing? Right. Hey, go five. Right. Not, not just not. I don't want nobody to see me or nothing like that. But like, they from here too. Like they, 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 they didn't get here out of nowhere. You right. feel me? Like, For sure, and, so, and that's my thing is trying to be able to, you know. Be able to help them out, kind of get them a position to ask them to fucking sleep. Right. Instead of just sleeping under the fucking. I seen this one dude last night, and I almost punched a white dude for taking a picture of him. But I was walking up for about to go to the regions. Yeah. And there was some dude who was sleep on the uh on the vent on like the little ventilation vents, you know. Uh-huh. And, and this dude was just sleep, just trying yeah. to get some good sleep. Yeah. White dude took a picture. I don't want to punch him in his mouth so bad. Cause it's like, bro, well, don't. Like, you don't even know my situation. Why would you be so foul to even just take a picture like that? And that's what I don't like about the city right now. These goddamn tourists just think that, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is out niche peachy. Motherfuckers wouldn't even be walking out east past 6 o'clock no more than 8, 9 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. That's why I feel like I ain't made it. Because I need the higher ups. I'll go down Jefferson. The, the, the rib, the, the OG the downtown, the OG downtown, <laughs> right, Black right. Wall Street shit, and that's and that's my mission now. Like I ain't necessarily trying to be no historian or nothing like that, but I do want people to know that like this place got way more culture than okay. some fucking honky tonks and cowboys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. So now this is my question to you, um, as an artist, we look up to a whole bunch of different artists growing up, mm-hmm. and um. If you can do a dream collab album, who would be the other artist you can do it with? Jay Dillon. Mm, rest in peace. <laughs> Jay Dillon. Yeah. And, you know, and, and why, why, why actually, let me, I'll, I'll give you two answers. Okay. Producer wise, Jay Dillon. Okay. Jay Dillon. Oh, uh, but, but let's, let's do it like this. Producer wise, Jay Dillon. And, and uh, 
And the actual other artist. Yeah, like, producer wise, Jay Dilla. Like, okay. I can go all day about Jay Dilla. Yeah. I, was listen, I listen to Dungeon Dragon yeah. every day. So, <laughs> Jay Dilla was the truth, um, man. Artist, dead or alive or dead? Man, either. Either or, bro. Dead or alive, bro. Dead or alive. It's your, it's your dream album, bro. Right now, Heaven Gates is open. If God said, you know what, Brian, if you want to pick one of these artists up here, just say, all you got to do is say it and I'm going to grant it for you. Amy Winehouse. Wow. Amy Winehouse. Okay. I think me and her would make some funky ass shit. It would be funky. Yeah. Funky as hell. Wow. Her voice, I'm a, I'm a big Amy Winehouse guy. Yeah. Uh, Frank, her first album. Yeah. Shit. I even, yeah, just, 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 just based yeah. off of just how I am and where I'm at right now. Yeah. Me and Amy Winehouse over some dealer production, hello. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> hello. Yeah. I mean, she, that, that album she did, I mean, that, well, she did a couple, she did a song with Nas that was really good. Yeah. yeah she was live, bro. Look, me and Mr. It. Jones is about him, and then on yeah. Frank, on the album Frank, she actually rapped up, she actually did a, she actually did a song to, uh, the drum loop that made you look, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, say, I say Amy. I, yeah. Just cause I, I love her voice, I just love everything she stood for. Very like, but with some class to it. <laughs> yeah, like, right, right. Yeah, Amy, Amy, Winehouse, that'd be fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we in the studio. Okay. About to get ready. Producer about to cook up something. Like, what's your, what's your advice? Like, you know, do, do you have advice whenever you get ready to? Man, to, to, it depends. To get it, it, it depends. It depends you know on how I feel in the mood. Like, yeah. If I'm high, I'm high. Like I'm yeah. not really tripping about it. Right. Sometimes I like drink just to like slur my words, Ooh. just to get the point across. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. sometimes a nigga just be drunk, and yeah. I be in that bitch like, hey, I gotta get these. Stri- I gotta relax a little bit. Yeah. But something like certain little things, I would like tamper with and spin, which is probably a terrible thing. Right. Probably admit out loud, but fuck it, whatever. Right. Uh, I, I, I what's, this is one song that I did. I can't think of which song it was. I specifically got lit so the words to kind of like slur and connect to it. For sure. And connect. So, um, I ain't necessarily got to have a vice, but I will say though, the niggas got tea in the studio, it's some real shit going on. <laughs> I love me some tea. Tea, tea yeah, with yeah. the honey dog and the, back, the, honey. And the wood okay. back wood, I be shaking. That's always the way. Hot tea, the cold tea. Hot tea, you got to have hot tea. Hot tea, okay. It don't matter the flavor, as long as niggas got tea. I'm about to say. I be doing a lot of, I be doing a lot of saying and a lot it's, of extra shit. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Since this is the even thing, like, I'm since, since, since I'm not just, since I don't only rap, like, that's nothing. You sweet, yeah, man. You got to say, I be doing. All my back of vocals and all that yeah. shit. Like, I, pretty much everything I've recorded so far is all me. I can't think of a song that, besides, like, had a feature on it. Right, that right. That didn't have me doing all the extras and the extremities of the song. Right. right. Uh, yeah, I, say, I always say some tea in the studio. Niggas yeah. got weed. I, <laughs> you know, I bring some weed through. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, I'll. It ain't many times where I don't got a 40 on me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, like, like, uh, who is the house, bro? Squad. That's squad. Shout out to the house, gang, man. Gang is the house, Shout out to the house, man. Um, what are we doing? Like, you got Zara Rashad. You got Michael DaVinci. You got Crispy. Mm-hmm. You got YG Tuck. Tuck hard. He's hard, my boy. You got K. Tobin. You got uh, D. Sanders. 
And I'm the rookie, so I'm 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 how did you get on with them? I'm I'm the rookie, so how did you get on with them, bro? Okay, so I'm the rookie, so I don't even so I know I know that for sure. Like in terms of them them seven, anything after that, I you had to add Zay, Mikey, uh, like that that's dead. That's a base right. You're right, right. But just a quick summary, just real quick summary. Pretty much, it was. I'm assuming it was. Well, not assuming. Uh, Zay, Mikey D, Tut. I know Free P was around them early back in the days at MC. I know Black Metaphor was around them back in the days. I definitely would consider Now, Zay, Zay is my age, right? Is he 27? He just turned 27. Just turned 27, okay. Yeah, yeah, he just turned 27. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, like a couple days ago, he just turned 27. Okay. Um, happy belated. Happy belated. <laughs> well, I thought I was like that. So they, you know, started collecting back in Rivers Burge, kind of making the music together, being friends. I know Zane and Kevin, like, they dropped out at the same time. Man, okay. That's did Kevin. you go to college for a bit? I went to Western Kentucky for a year. I didn't know you went to WKU yeah, for a bit. Yeah, man. I yeah. went from 11 to 12. I was actually a broadcasting major. Oh, really? Yeah, I was a broadcasting you major. Well. You would have done well. You would have done well. My mind was either going to be uh, something musical related or psychology. Yeah. I just... I just went because my parents wanted me to go, and then I remember the one time I like blanked out in history. We was talking about like the Caesar Roman times and shit, and I just had a moment to myself. I was like, I'm not doing this for the next four years. (laughs) And I walked out the classroom and just didn't go back. (laughs) Did did, did they they give you money? Oh no, that was all. Oh no, I barely got in. <laughs> like I told you, bro, I, feel, I, I, feel you though. I stopped I feel giving a fuck so long ago that like I when I you. got in, I was happy to even get in. And West Kentucky probably had some of the lowest requirements to even get in at that right, time. Right. And it's not even that I couldn't get into like one of the bigger, better schools, but I was so set on rapping. Like I knew that's what I wanted to do. And so that's just what it was, and I'm glad that I, I will say I am glad I went to West Kentucky though, because mm-hmm. that one year taught me a whole lot about life, yeah, about some just personal shit right. in terms of like who you build and who gonna be around for the long haul and things of that nature, like who can you trust and just the world in general. Because when you by yourself out here, and even in college, you ain't necessarily by yourself, but away from crib, you broke as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, you got a job yeah. and shit, you like. Yeah. Hey, it's a dollar shit, whack as hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it make you like appreciate the friendships and the camaraderies and the upcomings and the and the struggle just a little bit more because you know you done made it out of something real quick. So So but back to the music though, like hey, as, as far as as far as um what I'm about to say. The house? No, not even the house. Okay. Just, well, well we, or I guess we can say the house. No, we can say the house okay. because I love the music like Tud is cold to me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Sam's cold, Mikey D is cold. All Chris B, cold. Chris B is the one. I haven't li- I haven't listened to see I, I listen, feel bad. Go listen to Dip and Go when we get a chance. Yeah, I, I am bro. I'm definitely gonna do it. He man. and I got a duo called Crown, and that's gonna yeah. be my next little yeah. project. I uh yeah. point of emphasis at the, the album drop. Yeah. So we're gonna say some shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like for instance, uh, like y'all, and then you got like a uh, Petty. Right, mm-hmm. y'all got blossomed out. All these, all these people that got like a soulful feel. Like, what do y'all consider, or what would we consider that subgenre if we could come up with one? Like, like, we need to come up with the name of this subgenre because you know you got the trap rappers, you got the lyrical miracle. Like, what what would we consider like our sound as nat, like not necessarily natural, but Tennessee Southern 
We didn't even be called ten. Word to my nigga OG and PA lit and all that. We need yeah. to be T E N N, just ten straight up. Cause I, I mean, yeah. that's the crazy part about it. Yeah. Being from this state is like you got Knoxville, mm-hmm. you got Nashville, you got what Chad. Yeah. Memphis, got they, Memphis got their own And that's what I'm sound, saying. No, like, you know, Memphis got uh, like Memphis, a, honestly. Memphis got their own sound. Rap, rap. I, I, don't, I would consider them trap, though. Rap. I would consider them trap. What rap music is now is what Memphis was doing back in the mid 90s. Right. 3 6 and 8 bar. They just all right. bringing that shit. Right. Exactly. And so, like, right. the thing is, Memphis done been. Uh, Broke and had they sound and stuff like that. They not had major artists like Nashville. After fucking Lido, that's you know no pun intended. Right. That is where the bus stop. Nobody worth really yeah. it. <laughs> Shaq, you book. got you got Zayn, you got you got you got Mikey, you got Tut, and then and of course now Baby Mother. But then after that, it's like man, when I first that? heard Zay, that was back in twelve or thirteen. Yeah, that way back. Oh God, so it was twelve or thirteen. Had it all. I mean, this is before it shot you down. It was one of them uh, other joints, but um, I thought he was from like Chicago or something. Like when I first heard him, I'm like, hold on, he from Chat? I'm like, shit. Because he, he was with Kimbe in them. He was with Kimbe and Kimbe and shit like that. Okay, but yeah. That's where the Chattanooga affiliation came from. Shout okay. out to the village. Was it Alice Wiley, Kimbe Couple other guys. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's where you got that from. Cause yeah, you yeah, was with them a lot. So. I'm like, man, he sound like he, I thought he was from Chicago or something. Chattanooga. That man. dude, dude, call man. This call. So tell me, oh. This is America. This America video. The child. Yeah, Chad, you know joint. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's tell, tell me your take on it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I'm still figuring it out. I don't really <laughs> think I'm, I'm gonna say I, I just I'm so in awe of the song still. Mm-hmm. And, and just how simple and basic it is. But it right. is just like the whole idea of it, the, like the, the background vocals, the whole surrounding and setting of the whole jam in general is very like it's super well constructed. Like yeah. to, to, to such a T that sure. like um that if you ain't paying attention, you miss a black boy that I live. You miss a Jimmy exactly. that I live. It's crazy because um I, I didn't peep that black boy, young thug, all them guys had adlibs on. You know what's crazy? My favorite part of that always song is when young thug started singing. At the end, that's <laughs> part. That's part of the song. That's part, part of the song. Well, I mean we run out of time, so let me ask you one more question. Okay, um, okay. What what other um endeavors do outside endeavors do you have? Uh I got the album on the way. Yeah. Journey's on the way coming this summer. Yeah. Uh, Crispy and I, as Crown, our duo joint project is coming soon. Mm. Uh, I got a couple things up my sleeve going down this summer around the city, especially something big with somebody. I can't put no name on it just yet. Yeah, I can't wait for the album to come out, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Yeah, the album's solid, some real movie shit, man. I hope y'all niggas is ready. I hope you got your trunks ready. I hope you got your it's money time. and your girls ready. You do, so. Well, go ahead and give everybody your social media handle, man. Hey guys, I'm Brian Brown, best rapper alive. Hey Kyle Chandler, nice to see you. Kyle, Kyle, what up, bro? W O R L D of Brown. That's World of Brown. I gotta spell it out because I say world and word like it's all the same. So World of Brown. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's SoundCloud. Follow me there. 
A lot of good jams, a lot of good laughs, a lot of good times. I'm pretty lazy, so lazy. Yeah, man, that's about it, man. Man, for real, man. I appreciate it. You always much love, bro. I'm going to have you again whenever you make a million. There's going to be a cause on this bitch. Make sure you give me $20 when you make it. Hey, man, I got you on the hunt. Don't you worry about that. And yeah, this is AC, man. AC Noel, man. My um, Instagram is um, A.C.N.O.E.L. Man, this is the first episode of Cooling with AC. Shout out, Mad TV. We out, baby. Hey, we out. Eastside. This time. <laughs> you, do, you, you know what you do, man. Do, do you, yeah. man. Do you. Uh, Started writing this the other day as I was strolling down Broadway. Homeless man started jacket his pillow, sleeping broad day. Plenty of us passing by, but none of us have changed the spirit. If I had it, no, I gotta wonder if they even care. Condos just keep going up and generations coming down. But look around, your hood might be next. No reason to be perplexed. I wish that came with a punchline. I'm like Richard Pryor in this motherfucker. Which way is up sometimes? Smile through the stress, pray through the pain. Yada, 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 shit still the same. Check the TL, another nigga slang. How you feeling? Can't complain. I guess. Push back, reset, Super Nintendo. Dope is a lot on the mental. Don't forget what you info. Hold it down for the east side. Mama want me on the BT. Little brother, make a beast now. Family ties, no loose strings. I'ma talk this real, get the pockets filled, then the bottom girl, give it back to what got me here. Can't think of a better feeling. Da da da. What's up, y'all? And it's your boy, Brian Brown. Uh, on behalf of the house, on behalf of the east side of Nashville, on behalf of the whole world, on behalf of black people. Uh, this has been Cooling with AC. Shout out to Massey TV. Make sure y'all tune in, check in whenever they got anything going on. That's where you're going to find the realest, most dopest, most trillest shit in these streets bar none. Holla at your boy. Hey man, pour some more Henny in this covenant. You know, some of y'all probably went out back smoking and shit, but you know, I don't really get into all that. <laughs> yeah. We're all in the same game, different levels, and we're dealing with the same hell, but different devils looking up to the sky to ask the Lord to propel us. CC that girl I want when you see fit to email us when she finally texts you back. She says she miss you, but she only hits your